Assalamu alaikum Sayyidi Walaikum salam wa Sayyidi, what is the reality of Allah creating the universe in seven days? These are the reality of powers that Allah's days are not like our days of understanding but Allah created within seven powers. And these realities of the heart, so these six qudras and then Allah opening the kingdom on the seventh day. And I think we, we have I think an article of these seven. Then this relates to the six points on the chest of the believer. So with these qudras Allah opened with these six powers and on the seventh place the kingdom to reside and to manage the heavenly kingdom. So this is a, a power and the realities of seven with the six powers and the seventh putting the crown upon that reality and the realities of Surah Fatiha and, and everything. Everything is based on the understanding of seven and that Allah bringing creation into existence with these powers inshaAllah. Uh, as salaamu alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum salaam wa How to deal with bad character of jealousy? Any, any bad character, <coughs> any bad character is based on a fire and qada. So the core of every bad character you would write like core of every bad character and put a fire and put anger. So the core of every bad character is an anger that's going to make a very bad fire. Every character defect is going to throw oil on that otherwise what makes it to be bad? Jealousy is bad because it puts oil on fire and then makes the person to explode. So that's the, the issue is to have envy and jealousy is then poisoning oneself to throw an oil upon a fire and then an anger begins. So people who are jealous then they become angry, then they have enmity and they just don't like someone because they become angered in their being. So that's Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Shaykh Nurjan. Thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah, if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And the, the countering of the jealousy is then to have a, a humility in which we gave the example of, of taking notes of oneself that what are your character defects, then looking at those defects as far as 
what's my responsibility? I don't like so and so because they show off for example. It's not about so and so because I'm worried about my grave so then I have to write down what is my role in not liking that person because they show off. So what they show off? But why I don't like them? Uh, because maybe I wanted to show off. Why they get all the attention? But why do you care if they get the attention? So your bad character is jealousy and enmity because you want the attention. Why do you want attention? Say, no I don't want attention. Yeah you do otherwise why would you all be upset if somebody's getting attention and you're not getting attention? So then it becomes enmity and jealousy. So then the, the fight against that character is then to work on humility that Ya Rabbi and to identify that why am I feeling jealous, why I want to have that type of attention or why do I want that issue or what they have and then to work on that humility that not to want it but first we have to identify it that what type of issue is it causing. So when we identify the enmity and jealousy and why I don't get the attention that this other person is getting then we can work on the character and ask uh, to take a path towards humility and identifying and asking Allah, Allah take away this jealousy Ya Rabbi, take away this, this feeling that I have within myself that I don't need that and only Allah should give my attention and when Allah wants attention to be upon me then it's Allah's responsibility to begin that attention. Otherwise Allah then has a hikmah and a wisdom in why I don't have that attention or don't have that issue. So then it becomes a form of the submission. So it's, it's identifying all the pieces. Not just say, how do I work on jealousy, it's to identify that how that's coming, what's the role myself plays within that, why do I want those things, why am I jealous of those things and then to make my salawats, my zikr, my energy and begin my prayers that Ya Rabbi take this characteristic away from me so that I don't have that jealousy and those understandings, inshaAllah. We talked about the aqal and all the, the, the, the realities from Mawlana Shah Naqshban's teachings from the last few nights and stuff like that. If we, anybody have any questions on those things so that we don't go into so many different directions. As salaamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Sayyidi. Walaykum as salaam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for the beautific talk tonight. Is the kul of aqal related to the kul of qalb? The qul of aqal, yes. <laughs> can you see? Yes, yes Sayyidi. You can see it? I can't see it, it's yes. all black and white. We can see it. Yeah, when we go into huruf I have to write it because sometimes I'm figuring did I say ain, qain, what is what I… So, aqal, ain, qaf, lam. Right? Now Sayyidi. Okay. So, Ain, Allah's ancient knowledge. So, we're trying to reach the ancient knowledge. That's why last night the, the intellect, when people will come and intellectuals will say, This is all the way of the mind. Even Allah said the first thing is aqal. But they don't understand because aqal and Allah doesn't send knowledges into your head. 
because Allah is saying, I'm on the heart of my believer. So means everything is in the qal. So this ain is going to dress the qal of the servant. So they have to get to this ain, they have to get to this lisan, they have to get to this lamb which is the tongue of realities. Then who holds this? That's why all knowledges have to come to the tongue of all realities. What we call lisan al-qadim, we say at Fajr time, the ancient tongue of realities. Who's lisan al-qadim? Sayyidina Muhammad whom Allah created to dispense knowledges. So that which we're seeking is the ayn, then Allah is giving isharat, then you should be going through the lamb. Who's that lamb? And that's why everything is based on Muhammadun Rasulullah Because people say, why everything Muhammadun Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad Because it's all realities are based on Prophet So if we want to reach the aql and the intellect and the ancient knowledges, then we have to reach to the lamb and the tongue of all ancient realities. So Allah created this tongue to be known. So an ancient, ancient, ancient, we don't know how ancient that is, Allah created that reality to be known. And awliyaullah come and teach us lisan al-qateem is Sayyidina Muhammad So then English is even worse spelling. <laughs> so what happens now is now it begins to open for us this reality of qul. So that when we want to reach to the qaf, to the ayn, to the, to the Allah is telling us to reach to Prophet From Prophet you have to reach to the Qaf wal Qur'an al-Majeed. And that's why awliyaullah teaching this Qaf is manzil al-Qur'an, is the heart of Prophet So then to reach to these knowledges you have to reach to Prophet And only in the reality of Prophet is what? Is the Qaf of Qur'an. The qudra and the power is emanating from the heart of Prophet's light and soul. Then only then when you reach to that heart of Prophet what's happening? You're entering into the oceans of Allah's ancient knowledges. So that ayn can only be found in this qaf, this qaf can only be found in the heart of Prophet So the huruf gives us our path and journey. Then anytime you hear qul, it's Allah's Divine speech. Nothing can carry Divine speech, nothing can carry Allah's qul. Not an angel and not a, a single prophet that can carry Allah's Divine speech. He describes, I send my speech to the mountain and it will be dust. But 
I send it to Muhammadur Rasulullah and it's firm. Means that Allah's qul and Divinely speech only flows through Prophet So then that becomes the immense reality that Allah's qaf is always flowing onto the tongue of Prophet If it flows and becomes an opening it becomes qalb, qul to the ba' So Allah's qaf and power where is it? On the heart of Prophet if it's going to come out and manifest because speech means manifestation. Means it's going to come now from the heart of Prophet If it's coming out as the opening and the center of power it becomes what we call qalb. So it's not a pumping heart but it's the source of where this power is coming from. So qul to the ba becomes qalb. But it's all based on Muhammadun Rasulullah Qul to the meme becomes qalam. Because after aqal Allah created qalam to write. <clears throat> so people don't have understanding. So you have to teach people, oh Allah had a pen and the pen was writing. But now you write with a tablet. So we say, what technology Allah has, old technology or new technology? So it was a means of understanding. So Allah's qalam, it means that the conveyance of knowledge because the pen is mightier than the sword. By the pen I convey knowledges. So Allah is then teaching us, my qalam in heaven is not a pen. <laughs> That's kind of old tech by the time we, you know, 20 more years and it'll look, sound like very old technologies up there. But it's understanding the qalam is the conveyance of knowledge. So Allah's conveyance of knowledge is qul, his speech to the meme of Muhammadun Rasulullah So everywhere we're looking the huruf is giving us the more perfected understanding of haqqaiqs and realities. And that's why we study some of just the basic letters of some of the basic words of tariqah and realities then this gives us a great understanding of Allah's way of marifah because all of this is to show what Allah loves and Allah loves Muhammadun Rasulullah So it's like opening His Divinely Kingdom, I want you to know what this kingdom is made from. Because it's not nice to think it's Allah because Allah is far beyond anything that we can understand. <clears throat> So Allah's way of marifahs, I want you to sh show you the Muhammadan haqqaiqs and these are the realities of creation. The reality of Allah is not something for us. The reality of creation is what we must traverse and go into those realities. 
reality of Allah is for Sayyidina Muhammad inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaikum As Salaam I've been watching you for a while now and by the way, no I'm not a Muslim but I absolutely love all your videos and I'm super interested in Sufism, thank you so much. Every single night I watch your videos and I feel so different every time I watch them, I feel amazing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for watching. Allah bless you, God bless you, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaikum As Salaam Was Prophet commanded to read or to recite? They say he was unlettered and there was no book at that time. What does it mean? Yeah, we, that must be, you must be new to the page. The, all, all of our teaching is about Prophet The oh, it's not a, it's not correct to say unlettered. That Prophet has knowledge of beginning and end, that all knowledge is inside of Prophet Every alphabet and huruf is made from the light of Prophet Every angel is made from the light of Prophet The arsh is made from Prophet The Bayt al-Mahmur and the Kaaba is made from Prophet So that's, he is knowledge so yeah, that's not the, the correct understanding. Ummi, Ummi means alif and meem and that nobody between alif and meem ever had access to the ears of Prophet That's what Allah is clarifying by kalim Ummi, is between alif to my meem nothing has touched his ears, has not listened to anyone but me. Divinely Presence and Alam of Shadeed Al-Quwwa, Allah I think in Surah 53 describes the Nurul Ahmad that He is one whom has been taught by and Allah describes Himself as Shadeed Al-Quwwa that by an immense power no one else has access to the ears of Prophet That's what makes the Rasul Samina Watana that there can be nothing in between Allah's speech and the hearing of Prophet Allah forbid that and blocked it. And that's why we say, Unzur halana that, Ya Sayyidi Ya Rasulul Kareem that grant from your eyes to be upon me. We never ask Prophet if he would listen to us, it's not ever anything polite or, or understandable. That the listening and the faculty of listening is solely, completely for Allah As a result of that perfection that soul is the only one that talks for Allah and talks on behalf of Allah throughout creation to the angels, to the Prophets and throughout all of heavens. And that's why Prophet described, I'm a Rasul. Before Adam was between clay and water, means my station is of an ancient reality in the world of Laidya Jabbar and Haditha Jabbar describes that reality. What was the question? Uh, was Prophet commanded to read or to recite? 
They say he was unlettered and there was no book at that time. What does it mean? Yeah, we have that on the articles of uh, Iqra. That it, uh, this uh, command of tawajjuh that begin to open up your spiritual vision. That Prophet vision is to open what he had to open by command of Allah so these are, these are the powers and these are six powers opening up all these realities. That's why Surat Al-Iqra is six verses, Iqra means that this power of tawajjuh begins to flow out through this ocean of power. Bismi Rabbik and then in the name and everyone must know the name of their Lord that governs them, Arafa nafsahu, Arafa rabbahu. If you know who is your Rabb then you should be ismi rabbik, you should be asking in that name. Khalaq al-insana min alaq. These are now the opening of the power of what the other person was asking of how Allah created six powers, the creation opens up with the reality of iqra. Every time creation is coming into an existence it's opening with that power. Iqra bismillah khalaq, khalaq al-insana min alaq, alaq again is what? Ayn, lam, qaf. Allah's ancient ayn, knowledges is in the secret of that lamb and that when that lamb speaks it's Qur'an. So that he brings in insan by this knowledge. So means the power of creation is given to Prophet خَلَقَ insana min alaq. So the, the dunya people say, oh it's a clinging clot inside the womb so that Qur'an can show the miracle of dunya. But the reality of, of eternal reality of Qur'an that is not relevant to this earth, the eternal reality is in a world of light, alaq al-insana min alaq that every insan and creation is coming in with an alaq, that they come into existence with an ancient knowledge, an ancient alim, Allah's ancient knowledges. And that knowledge has to be conveyed through a lisan, through a lamb, through a tongue. And this tongue that Allah's describing it's going to manifest the Qaf al-Qur'an al-Majeed and that can only be Muhammadun Rasulullah because then Allah described, if we give this Qaf to anyone else they will be melted. We give it to the mountain because that's the only thing we can understand of hugeness, it will become like dust. Nothing can hold that Qaf, it only flows through the soul of Sayyidina Muhammad So then every womb 
that brings a, an egg, a child, a, a, a hatchling or whatever by means of creation, what's the word called? Reproduction and procreation, how creation comes into existence, it's all by a knowledge and that knowledge is Prophet He gave that reality to the soul of Sidna Fatima to Zara because of the immense purity of Al-Batul in which Allah created the light of Al-Batul with an immense light, immense purity, a purity that never needs any other purity. Doesn't need to be purified like dunya people, it's eternally purified. And she holds Wasallam, the reality of Allah's Khaliq. So Allahu al-Khaliq bi haqqi Fatima tuzara So every womb that's going to bring a, a child, an egg, a, however creation is coming into existence is through a knowledge, an alaq. Prophet gave the owner of that reality is on the soul of Sidna Fatima So if it's coming into the creation it's coming through a commander, means the commander of that reality, the, the, the queen of that reality Sayyidatina Fatima Allahu al-Khaliq. Khaliq al-insana min ala. Then what's the next verse in alaq? Huh? Iqra wa rabbukal akram. Alam. Iqra wa rabbukal These are the knowledges, alam bil qalam. So all of that in tonight's… <laughs> <laughs> so with that tawajjuh these knowledges are flowing. Alam bil qalam. That's why then the tariqah teaching is that these knowledges bil qalam is then the immensity of the reality of a pen that Allah spreads that knowledge through his qalam. Means that what? Is that every knowledge anywhere in the universe must be coming through Sayyidina Muhammad is the qalam of Allah And because of the immensity of that reality then when we hold a pen we're holding the imitation of that reality. So Prophet's propagation of all knowledges and realities is symbolized by a pen and that's why the alim and believer must always carry a pen near their heart. Because this is the qalam, this is an immense reality of Sayyidina Muhammad And that's why the pen is mightier than the sword because somebody who has knowledge of the pen can bring an entire earth into collapse, what is a sword going to do? Hit ten people? That's the knowledge has power, not your hand wielding and swinging metal. Means that the ihtiram and the respect and the love, the pen represents the reality of Prophet in the propagation of Divinely knowledges. The one whom carries the pen is asking to be a custodian, kiram al-katibin. What make them to be honoured scribes and honoured angels 
is that reality of Prophet So then our life is to be of the kiram and katibin, the noble scribes in which we document the Muhammadan haqqaiqs and Muhammadan realities. That's why then we carry the pen and we take our notes so that to write in our book, so that our book blesses our entire soul and in, in our entire being. All of these, all of these then are the immense realities. When you put them all together then we see how Allah is dressing. I'm going to teach you by the pen that which you knew not. Means that these knowledges are, is not accounting. These are not accounting knowledges, architectural knowledge. These are knowledges that dress the eternal soul for all of eternity. This is the opening of the heart of the servant. If Allah on each ayatul kareem is an opening for their reality. When Allah grant them an iqra means then their tawajjuh is opening. Bismi rabbik means then their understanding the, the name of which governs them. If they reach to that name with their tawajjuh means now the flows of energy are coming to them. Alam bil qalam means that they're receiving the knowledges from the heart of Prophet because their life was always with qalam, they have all the notes of all their learnings. As a result they showed Allah that they want to be scribes and custodians of the Muhammadan truth. We said that before it's ihtiram, if you're not keeping the respect for it why Allah will send you knowledges. First you must cherish the knowledge that comes from Muhammadun Rasulullah as a result when they see that you cherish it, you exonerate it, you respect it, you eat that was the talk on the fruits. If somebody takes a bite of fruit and goes like this hmm, and throw it, that didn't look very good in the heavenly kingdom because they just take it, doesn't matter whatever, do it, who cares. The one whom takes it in their life and cherishes it, loves it, respects it, wrote it, lived by it, supported it. It's a whole process that everything is being checked off. As a result Allah says, this one is a custodian of it now. They are containing it, they are scribes, they are noble scribes. And that's when you would see the old movies where the, the, the shaykh or the merlin is in a room filled with these realities and these books because they're scribes of reality. As a result their heart becomes the custodian of Allah's knowledges and realities and they cherish it, they, they, they guard it and they protect it. And as a result of that then Allah made their own hearts to be custodians of that reality. But the one whom doesn't hold anything of value to it and then keeps saying, oh how, how, how am I going to open realities in my heart, that doesn't happen. So it's how we treat it and how we live by it, then we're showing Allah we are of those that want to be from the noble scribes so that Allah begin to open it. Then He opens Ayatul Kareem, Alam bil Qalam means that the Qalam of Prophet begin to write upon your soul and begin to open knowledges which you never knew.
İnşallah. Assalamu alaikum Sayyidi. Aleyküm selam Jazakumullah for everything. What is the reality of the speed of light and Prophet soul being everywhere? <clears throat> what is the secret of the speed of light and Prophet's soul being everywhere? Got no idea where what where are we going with that question? Those are those like questions where people are trying to figure out something clever to <laughs> I don't know what where what we what what we're going to say with that. The the speed of light and is a constant and Prophet's light is everywhere. But the the main the main understanding of the speed of light is that as much as Allah is expanding, Allah and Prophet is in a continuous mirage moving within that reality. And that if we reach to the world of light, there's no more time. So then everything is in a timeless reality. So what we have of time and understanding of time and is, is based on our earth, sun and moon and our physical plane. Once we meditate and contemplate and enter into the, the reality of light and the soul, there's no more time and that's what's important is to connect into a timeless reality. And one whom can meditate and connect then there's no possible way to understand what's happening because if you're connecting with your shaykh and the shaykh is of that reality, just five or ten minutes with the shaykh you don't know how long that is in a timeless dimension. So what's transpired in that moment of time that was connected, what's being conveyed in that moment of time. So the importance is to learn the process, make the connection, make the connection and in reality once you're able to make that connection your reality is always with them being dressed from that. And the more you can connect back the more you can begin to receive a fires and understanding of what has been dressed upon your reality. So if you imagine like a sci-fi movie that as soon as you connect, you connect a version of you stays in that connection with the shaykh and with the realm of a timeless reality. But you physically detach and go back to another room. But that which connected never disconnects. And it locked in and it's receiving, continuous receiving. So then for you to go back into meditation you basically reconnect back into that position. So as soon as you reconnect with your connection, you hook up back to where you made your connection. The one who continuously doing that is then continuously uploading or downloading within their reality. So there's not words that can describe what's, what's traversing, what's happening. So it's not when you think you disconnected, everything disconnected, only you disconnected.
But your soul, once you make the noble connection, the soul is continuously connected with them and receiving the fayas, receiving the energies, receiving the knowledges. And then there's a lock and a hook upon them. Then the physicality is the one that wants to reconnect like the phone with the charger. That your soul is already making the connection, now you've got to discipline every day or every few hours your soul, your body to sit back in meditation to reconnect with the charge that has taken place and the knowledges that have conveyed. And the one whom becomes sincere in that practice then is a continuous downloading, continuous source of energies and, and realities flowing through them. And they may not understand it but they will begin to feel an immense amount of energy because that one is now connected and as a result they're connecting with the connection and sending it back onto their physicality. And that's the importance of, of a heavenly connection and the reality of the soul that's timeless, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam If we have a dead heart lacking love for Ahlul Bayt, how to gain that love so we don't have regret when we leave this world? If we have a… what was that first word? If we have a dead heart lacking love for Ahlul Bayt, how to gain that love so we don't have regret when we leave this world? Yeah, I don't know if, if anyone watching has a dead heart that's a bit extreme. <laughs> dead, dead heart people generally they don't even turn in to, to this type of things. But if you have an overactive mind that can be something different. But the one whom they use their mind so much and, and they're so useful to entertain their mind and a lot of video games and all of these things that make and desensitize the heart then it's the salawats and the meditation to burn through that whole layer. So the importance is the salawats, making a lots of salawats on the heart, making lots of muraqabah uh, connection so that the fires of the shaykhs and the like can begin to burn through all of these uh, energies that people put upon themselves through video games, through the daily life experiences and work and everything that people are going through. And it's usually the mind that blocking them and make your du'as asking Allah make your heart to be sensitive and, and to have a love for the family, watch uh, videos on Imam Hussain and the immensity of what took place in the fields of Karbala. It's not a death, it's not a death where people say, oh there's an anniversary of a death. You have to imagine that 72 people, 73 with Imam Hussain were murdered and horrifically brutalized and horrifically murdered. And if you don't remember every year that horrible event then that's a difficulty. So it's not like people say, oh it's just a passing, no it's not a passing. It was a horrific, horrific event with, with the immense torment on the souls of those who were there witnessing and watching and children and women and it's just something that can't be imagined. And the whole world understands that and recognizes that from all different religious backgrounds and understandings. So that, that has an has a immense, immense reality. Anyone whom is, is not warm to that understanding 
then you know, you look at, look at what happened in this nation. You know they have an event and every year they, they bring everybody out onto the street and they say, 911 something happened and 3,000 people died and they stopped traffic and they put television shows and they put documentaries. Imagine if a, if a noble Muslim country had such a thing that on the day of, of Karbala they would stop the freeways, stop the highways, broadcast on all television that uh, this is the moment in which Imam Hussain died, everyone stopped for 10 minutes and you know play the banners and the azan and, and commemorate that a, a great soul and great souls that gave their life for their belief and their women, children and themselves they sacrificed everything. Other people are showing us how to commemorate death and, and, and, and events and tragic events and how a nation forgot their own events. That's what is a call for people to reach out to people and it's not one madhab, it's Ahlus Sunnah wa Jama'an. We are all the lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad and his Ahlul Bayt and, and his holy companions. So it's our job to keep that love and to commemorate that love and to, to pay its respects and make sure other people never forget. Just imagine if they would close the freeways and shut everything commemorate with such a noble way in which everyone had to stop and to remember. Western people teach us how to do it. You know Muslim people that they own televisions why they don't sh shut everything and immediately the television goes on that this is the moment in which Imam Hussain gave his life and everybody stopped and to think about the immensity of what they sacrificed. That would be noble, that would be fantastic but in, in, we live in a world, your keys out there, we live in a world that just that we, we have to convince people, that's, that's extremely sad that we have to convince people they got slaughtered. InshaAllah one day grant us the honour and the, the light and the, the reality of this love inshaAllah. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzat amma yasifun wa salaamun al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Ila shayf al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa alayhi wa sallam bi kiram wa ala mashayikina fi tariqat al-Nashbandiyyatul aliyya. وصائر وصداتنا وصدقنا الفاتحة